Welcome to Witch Witch Podcast. I'm Galena. I'm Lyra. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the darkness. darkness. So, you guys didn't think we'd do another one, I bet. We are, to be fair, we are publishing this technically on Sunday. So we are a day late already. Um, so if their faith in us dissolved a little, I'm not, <laughs> I, I get it. Did we shake your faith? Constantly. <laughs> <laughs> so... Any new news to discuss? Not as far as I'm aware. I did definitely just crack my knuckles on the recording, so that's that's a win. Well, that's all right. Uh, we got Fancy snoring because... That's true. She's sold. I don't want to disturb her. No. Um, she comfy. I had to unplug the humidifier because it sounds like it's making coffee. It's very upset with us for something. I don't know what wrong thing we did to it. <laughs> Lyra actually said that earlier. She's like, I don't know what wrong thing I did to it when I was setting it up. I don't but know, because so I was angry. the last one who did it. <laughs> <laughs> and it keeps spitting water at us. And it's just, it's one of those old Vix machines, you know? Which apparently they make new ones now. I uh, I did a little bit of research earlier. I'm super excited about a new humidifier That'll that tells nice. you how old I am. <laughs> humidifiers are great we live in an old drafty house it's always so dry in here we have a terrible gas floor furnace <laughs> we're seconds away from death at all times <laughs> and apparently my throat is doing some weird stuff today due to the dryness <laughs> uh earlier Lyra's cat and i sat on the couch together and we were both whistling as we breathed in through our noses and i was like yeah it's time to get out the humidifier poor boy <laughs> we're both better now that we've been under the influence of a humidifier for about six hours yeah he is breathing a lot quieter mm-hmm. but um i just want to say thank you for tuning in and we have some exciting sections to come at you today yeah i'm excited I have no clue what you've done yours on. <laughs> I have no clue what you did yours on. Oh, really? That's true. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be a surprise for everyone. Yeah. Strap in. Strap on. Oh, <laughs> Strap on. I made a mistake. <laughs> <sighs> like Voldemort. <laughs> you should leave that in. Just, 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 <laughs> just, just cold open into this section. <laughs> just cold this open segment, like Voldemort. <laughs> like the very little amount of editing we actually do. We're just gonna. We're not gonna do it at the beginning of this one. That's, this is just how we're doing. I mean, I know that this sounds like I'm joking. I, you suggested it. I'm leaving it. Just in. leave it the fuck in. This is how it's happening today. This is organic. It's like two in the fucking morning. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So my section is technically on the wheel of the year, but not so much like focusing on each holiday and what they represent, even though I do go over that. This is more of a correction for us as a group. Um, We have at different times referred to solstices as equinoxes and equinoxes as solstices. And the other day, well, last episode, I referred to a cross quarter day as a, as an equinox. So it's all very confusing, but I've got... It's dumb bitch hours 24-7. Oh my God. That should be tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> Just dumb bitch hours 
24-7. Mother of Legion's going to be real pissed at us that we're disparaging ourselves right now. I'm Aww, sorry. That's we love you. My apologies. <laughs> um, but we keep fucking it up. And it's not <laughs> just one of us. It's literally all of us. And that's not that's not us being negative. That's just fact. That's solid that fact. fact. That's true. That we keep fucking it up. So today I'm going to try to set the record straight. I'm going to write all this down in my groom. Yeah, good idea. Um, so that we can keep it straight. I, when each holiday comes up, I'm going to fucking write it next to it, too. <laughs> this is whatever day. But okay. So to begin, let's start with the big with the big ones. Uh, the quarter days, which are the solstices. Well, part half of the quarter days, because you know, there's only two solstices. <laughs> It sounds like I've been drinking or something. I haven't. I can't anymore. Um, I have diabetes now. Segway. Segway. Very <laughs> natural discussion. Well, I didn't want them to all think, oh, is she pregnant or something like that? No, I'm, I'm diabetic. It can literally kill me. See, I was literally thinking, I hope they don't assume she's an alcoholic. <laughs> I mean, as much as we used to talk about drinking, oh, man, that's they cute. probably do. Do, do we talk about it a lot on the show? I don't know. I don't store long-term memories very often. <laughs> You're like a fucking goldfish. It's so true. I don't know why I had to snap, because I know this is going to pick it up. It was beautiful. Okay. <laughs> Great sound quality. <laughs> I have the finest snaps. <laughs> Immaculate. <laughs> Immaculate snaps. Um, but the sol- the we'll start with the solstices. Uh, they bisect the ear. Uh, we have the summer, summer solstice, which its corresponding um, holiday, if you follow the Celtic Wheel of the Year, is Letha. It happens around June 21st, marking the longest day of the year and the shortest night. Um, and then on the other side of the year, we have Yule, or the winter solstice, which is the shortest day. In, did, I, did I mess that up? No, I'm so sorry. I'm thinking about a short night. Please continue. <laughs> I, was, I was really trying not to smile. I just look up and you're looking at me like I'm being ridiculous. <laughs> it was in fact me. Okay. Okay. Let's bring it back down. Okay. And Yule, it happens around December 21st, um, is the shortest day of the year and the longest night. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I'm thinking about a long night. Please continue. Jesus. Uh, equinoxes are, well, I'm sorry, the solstices and the equinoxes are the quarter days. Nights that are the same height. <clears throat> anyway, please keep talking. I just, <laughs> I have ruined it. Yeah, because I didn't even start talking about the equinoxes. I just stopped. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, equinoxes are the halfway point between the summer and winter solstices. Uh, they mark the beginning of spring, which is. Uh, you guys, Stop. she is breathing into a blanket with her eyes closed and giggling. I, this is not. This is not conducive to a podcast. It's like. I haven't been I haven't been sleeping and it's like two in the morning. And I just I just like a little tiny knight in armor with like a really tall feather 
So we need to just keep going. Like castle crashers? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you're making my throat squeak. I'm so um, sorry. I'm really trying. <laughs> Alright, so. Fuck, where even where am I? Uh, the beginning of spring. Or it corresponds with Astara and Easter. And the fall equinox is Maybon, or which happens on the, the 21st or around the 21st of September. Um, both the solstice and equinox are considered quarter days because they cut the year into quarters, which makes sense. Yeah. The cross quarter days are our fire festivals. I love those. I know. I know. And that's Imbolg, which is corresponding to Candlemas or Groundhog's Day, one of my favorites. You know. Uh, I is gr- Groundhog's is Day is February 2nd. Festival? It's on fe- February 2nd. I just... Listen, if there were bonfires on Groundhog's Day, I'd be so all over it. All right, well, let's fucking start bonfiring on Groundhog's we'll Day. We'll build an effigy of a groundhog. Oh, don't do that to Phil. Well, no, it's to honor him. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, do we get to sacrifice criminals to him? I I mean, why? I don't know. Is he an angry god? He needs to be appeased so that we don't get stuck in the hellish loop that poor Bill Murray was stuck in. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's, by the way, I don't remember the end of Groundhog's Day. I'm sure he didn't, like, slit somebody's fucking throat to get out of the loop. Not, not initially. <laughs> uh, he definitely commits suicide several times in the loop. Um, I'm pretty sure he kills a couple people. Does he? But I mean, it resets. So it I doesn't know, matter. I don't know. Still, though, <laughs> I think you get to a point where you <laughs> just lose your fucking mind. What was that show where the guy was like, "Oh yeah, I didn't wear pants for like ten years." I. It might not have been, but it, mayhaps it was SG One. Oh wait, been. ten years? You said I don't know because no, that's not right. But but yeah, no. There's also a SG One had a great time yes. episode. Yes, so did Buffy. Oh yeah, yeah. But anyways, back to this. <laughs> um, in bulk, you usually light a lot of candles. I know we did, and I think we rededicated some things. Mm-hmm. Um, Beltane is the first day of May. Um, Lamas is the first of August which is also the first harvest. Uh, Solemn, Halloween, uh, that's our new year, if you follow the the Celtic will of the year. Uh, Like I was saying, these are all fire festivals. Um, Imbolg is created by lighting candles or lighting fires, Beltane, bonfires. Um, Lamas, you celebrate Lug, who was a, a, a deity of light in the sun. Um, and with that, you more are celebrating like what the sun has brought you and you, you know, you're storing things away for the hard times to come. And then Sawam, you can fire scry, which to me means we need to build a bonfire. Absolutely. And fire scry. We we have a lot now. I'm sure it's illegal. We're in the middle of the city. As long as we have a fire pit. Really? Yeah. Because we never got in trouble at that one guy's house. We always had 
bonfires <laughs> in his backyard. Well, not bonfires. It was like we lit like a couple a of like, yeah, yeah, like fire starter logs. Because I was like definitely that. thinking like. I don't think we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'd have to get a permit for that. Yeah, probably. I don't think a per. I don't think we could with a permit either. <laughs> Uh, but also in Solomon, we also light candles. We put pu- uh, candles and pumpkins or jack-o'-lanterns to ward off um, bad spirits. Um, some neo-pagan or Wiccan traditions only celebrate the quarter days or the cross-quarter days. Um, we loosely have been celebrating all of them as they come along. Um, some some holidays we celebrate bigger than others. Some we have a lot of good plans and then we end up lighting, like, a candle. Yeah, it really just depends <laughs> on what's going on at the time. Um, and then, of course, there's occasionally just, like, a goddess or god thrown in. Like, we'll celebrate, like, what their day is just randomly. <laughs> we're not very We're very trying to nail organized. our practice down. Yeah, there's it's a lot of... experiment. I, there's been, like, a lot of sea goddesses that I've been celebrating their, their, uh, their, their holidays or their days. And I... It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I really like sea goddesses. I wish I wasn't landlocked. I know. I'm so sorry. It's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> you damn earth sign. I know. Um, but no, that's um, that's really all I have. Just to recap, since we giggled all the way through it, solstices bisect the year. That's the summer uh, and winter solstice, which is Letha and Yule. Uh, the equinoxes are spring uh which is ostara and fall which is maybon and the cross quarter days are imbolc which is on february 1st beltane or may day on may 1st uh lamas on august 1st which is the festival of the bread i yes. forgot to add that that's my favorite i like the bread the bread festival <laughs> um, never eating breadsticks <laughs> oh my god you know what let's shortcut it this year let's let's come home go to the olive garden because later on in the next section we'll talk a little bit about this but let's collect all of our our stuff that can be harvested from our garden this year and then let's go to the olive garden and have never-ending breadsticks i think it's a great plan and then we don't have to bake anything <laughs> And we don't have to t- tackle that evil, evil soda bread again. <laughs> Shit, witch tips. <laughs> <laughs> that is a trash bag witch tip. It's what was that woman's name? Um, Sandra Lee, semi homemade with Sandra Lee, but oh witchcraft. my god, semi home witchcraft with Delena and Lyra. It's <laughs> <laughs> the one thing we're good at, <laughs> and that's half assing things. Oh. My God, I am the queen of half-assed. I know it's my. Favorite. I made some spirit tea not too long ago, and like I didn't want to boil everything the way I'm supposed to to really unlock all those psychoactive and spiritually activating things. So I just steeped it, and it didn't work <laughs> because I half-assed it. There are some things you can, and some things you can't half-ass. Yeah, absolutely. I think the bread part we can half-ass half because that. we'll have been working in our garden. Yeah, we'll do the harvesting, and then we'll eat bread that we didn't make. Uh, and then the last one is salt. So, 
if this wasn't completely confusing to you, <laughs> um, I will try to find a nice um, image for Wheel of the Year uh, with all of the days outlined on it. If I can't find a good one, I will try to make one. I hope it's legible. <laughs> but that's all I have for this section. Thoughts? Um, so I want a heartfelt apologize about oh no Freya stop <laughs> so we're using my laptop for cord and Freya just walked across it it's fine it, it doesn't keep, seem to it's have... still recording yeah. but that's what that panicked yell was about <laughs> so yeah I want to apologize for all the chaos I definitely kick started it with my tiny nights um <laughs> this was such an easy thing I really fucked that up for us. <laughs> uh, for those of you who love the conversation and the laughing, this was definitely a section yeah, for you. Yeah, this was for you. Anybody here to learn during that one? I'm so sorry. We're incapable of being serious or good. <laughs> you know, do you know how we have to be serious is when we record separately? Yeah. That is the only time it's serious. I always feel like I sound so boring. You don't. <laughs> but you don't sound boring. But uh but yeah, my apologies. Hope you guys enjoyed this. And we started off chaotic cuz we definitely started off with some Voldemort talk. Um so we can just we can just end this whenever and it's all going to be on brand for this particular segment. <laughs> oh, what was the name? Draco? No. no what, I mean, it's it's another dragon. But what was the name of the dragon that they kept in Gringotts? Oh, you know, I don't actually know that dragon. He has a name. name. Does he have a name? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. He's like the white-ass, sick-looking dragon. Yeah. How sad is that? Dude, they hurt the shit out of that dragon. Oh, God. I had a TikTok. Up. I was going to Google. Up. I was going to Google its name, but I had TikTok. Up. Anyways, in the next section, we'll let you know what the dragon's name is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is Lyra. I don't know why I like introduced myself at the beginning of this segment, um, but I want to inform everyone that the dragon in Gringotts did not have a name, but he was a Ukrainian iron belly, and I am going to name him Damien. I like that. Damien. Damien. For a, a beautiful name for a beautiful boy. I agree. <laughs> and just think, he's just out in the world causing havoc now. Yeah. Do they, do they breathe fire? Yeah. Do all of them breathe fire? I, You know, I don't... I apologize that one I'm of, having... Because of the Harry Potter Hogwarts mystery game, I know for a fact at least one of them breathes poison instead of like, yeah. Oh, that's Or cool. acid, maybe? No, that's not as cool. I don't remember. I kept thinking <laughs> about it as the color green, and that could be poison or acid. See, poison... Totally down with it. I can just hold my breath. <laughs> Acid, that shit gets everywhere. Yeah. And then your skin falls off. That's true. Um, like the cube. Like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. I was thinking more of, you know, like Starship Troopers when that one beetle sprays acid. Oh, that's but, fair. Yeah. Oh, the cube. You babies haven't seen that movie yet. The cube. There's three. There's so many. Was that in the first one? That's. Or was it in Hypercube? I think it, was, it may have been the first one because we definitely screamed really loud. And I think by Hypercube, we were pretty... We were pretty dead. <laughs> yeah, we were pretty used to what was going on. <laughs> um, but yeah, the cube's great. Definitely watch it. Um, 
God, that movie that our little cousin wanted to watch was a lot like it. Escape Room was very similar, but not as well done. Escape Room. We watched it with her. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> All right, but let's let's get down to this. <laughs> let's get down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> Um, so I forever ago, years ago, possibly <laughs> said mm-hmm. I'd do a segment on stump water. Yes. Years. Yes. And I've then I've been doing it one year, but it's been years. I was hyperbole is a valid, uh, <laughs> way to make yourself I'm like, interesting. I'm like Shit. Drax, the destroyer. Everything is literal <laughs> to me. <laughs> Nothing goes over your head because you catch I'm it. I'm too fast. I would catch it. <laughs> Um, man we're really pulling out the stops huh we've already hit harry potter we talked about some horror movies now we're hitting guardians of the galaxy yeah my gosh anyway so stump water what were you gonna say i was gonna say and have you seen our dog fancy (laughs) she's the cutest she is excuse me uh so stump water is a sort of like old folk remedy. Um, It's popular amongst the people uh, in Appalachian Mountains and also in the Ozarks. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't know what it is about mountain people. We like ourselves some stump water. We like stump water. Can't get enough of it. Um, But it comes, the the belief that stump water helps with anything, the, the key word through all of this is purity. Stump water is seen to be more pure than other sources of water. And it's because it is water that gains power from being elevated higher than other sources of water. Mm. Uh, so it, do- it doesn't have contact with the ground. It's not unclean by the gr- or It's not made unclean by contact with the ground. Uh, it's commonly used to treat skin issues for the most part, um, like warts, rashes, freckles, etc., um, like pimples and stuff. Uh, it's also a treatment for baldness. Um, there was, oh gosh. Makes some things grow back, some things fall off. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you like bathe a babe a newborn baby's head in stump water, uh, he'll never go bald in his life, is what like one of the sites <laughs> said. So that's always fun. Uh it's also practiced in Cherokee traditions. And um, there's no official source for it. And I couldn't find any sources dating back to Europe. I mean, I'm not saying they, they don't exist. It's just not something I could find. I think it find. might be a learned thing from Native American. I think so, trade. yeah. Um, and there are very similar beliefs to stump water, but related to plants, herbs, and things that are grown above the ground um, have more intense effects they are also closer tied to the element of air of course uh but you know you plant your basil in a in a hanging planter and it's going to be stronger than when you plant in the ground is the idea let's try that yeah i i think it's a very cool association you know Mm -hmm. um and uh oh gosh there's a specific one oh i think it was sage actually because i was i was going to talk about sage um sage is supposed to be like much stronger if it's planted in the air okay but i don't i also don't know how one would go about planting it in the air well i don't know how anybody found this out (laughs) experimentation (laughs) yeah i guess so uh just like that poor cedar tree or no i'm sorry what is it cypress tree out front oh poor thing i replanted it good good um i hope 
it'll live. Fingers crossed. Pray for our cypress tree. Um, it is sometimes specifically, apparently, specifically a lightning struck stump. So a struck that mm. has struck a stump that has been struck by the forces of the sky to collect water that is elevated above groundwater. It's all very, <laughs> it's it's a very logical line once you get the the thought behind it. Um, if you are doing topical treatments for stump water, you are not supposed to look back at the stump when you walk away. I don't know why. I don't remember if there are any specifications listed, but as far as I can remember, there weren't. Just don't do it. <laughs> okay. Um, so you're not supposed to just collect the water and take it with you. You're supposed to go to the stump and do it? Yeah, it, it okay. seems for the most part, at least. I think, you know, for, for some stuff, you could probably take it with you. Um, but the the hearty belief in the purity of the water seems really connected to the stump and the location. Um, but here's the fun part. Stump water that has sat long enough collects tannins. Mm. Tannins have some uh, antimicrobial mm. and antiseptic properties. And it birch trees are specific. I cannot talk. Are supposed to be specifically good for stump water. Mm -hmm. Birch trees are also really uh, antiseptic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so I was thinking willow would be really good for pain. Yeah. So there's there's some some truth to this, at least mm -hmm. a little bit, you know? And, like, if you had some some pimples, some stump water might help you clear it up. Oh, yeah. Then just the acidity in it would. Yeah, absolutely. So I love when there's just a little a little nugget of science in there, too. You know, that's my favorite. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just not to, like, be weird for a second, but that's true for any any belief system. You you can have space for science. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, it also has uh, two, mm, I'm going to say one <laughs> incredible source and one like, you know, whatever source. Um, and it's not, not the sources where I collected my information, but like books, actual mm. books where this has been published as a remedy. Um, there's a Tennessee folklore sampler, which I think is probably a little more iffy. Um, and that is by Ted Olson and Anthony Calendar? Cavender. Cavendish. I sure can't read. Cavender. Um, and there's Folk Medicine in Southern Appalachia. Oh, which is also by Anthony Cavender. I'm definitely going to be checking him out. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm pretty interested. Oh, it's also mentioned in the Swimmer man Manuscript, which I don't know much about. The Swimmer Manuscript? Mm-hmm. I've not even heard of that. Yeah, I don't. I know basically nothing about it. Um, but that's it's one of those subjects that I've always been pretty interested in because it does, you know, hit pretty pretty close to home for us. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not something I've heard about in like my life, <laughs> like right. in experience with other actual people. It's something I've stumbled upon online and other like witch communities and stuff. So mm -hmm. I did want to explore it a little bit. There wasn't a whole lot to it because it's pretty, you know, it's pretty simple. <laughs> but that's no, what I... No, it's really cool. I actually would like to kind of get into some more folk magic and like foraging things. Yeah, I would love locally, that. Which I think would be cool. Um, some folk magic we've actually experienced, which the people doing it may not have realized it was folk <laughs> ma magic, but like putting poultices and things on wounds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I know... Our grandma learned it from our great grandma, the, the original family witch, um, to use uh, white bread and milk mm -hmm. to draw out um, infections and things like that. 
So I mean, there's there's a lot in folk magic, and I'm I'm ex I'm excited to explore that more because it's it's something I've wanted to do for a while, and it's it, it's kind of hard to get a start looking mm -hmm. into folk magic because a lot of it's very regional, mm -hmm. and a lot of it has it, it's like orally passed down through families and stuff, so it's not something we have a whole lot of like. No, and if you're like us, you if you lose that link to it, it's it's very hard to regain it. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I've, we've got some of Georgie's stuff. I almost went through it today, like funnily enough. Oh man, because I found uh, I found the package full of like her uh, recipes and stuff. Because Grandma or Grandma definitely said there's some stuff you'll probably be interested in there. Oh neat, which cracks me up, but also makes sense because Grandma Grandma said a few things to me over the years that kind of was like like uh, when. Uh, was it when grandpa died? And I was like, I got to chill when I came in here. Yeah. And she's like, you're like Georgie. Yeah. <laughs> but you know. Um, yeah. Not to just ramble on this. I uh, will end this segment here and I'll be back with my next segment. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. This is Galena speaking. If you hear like a low growling noise in the background of this recording, it is my cat breathing. He's got more allergy issues. <laughs> They're hitting us all hard. Something is pollinating. Maybe. Well, the roses are starting to bloom. Are they already? Yeah, it's I know. It's way was, too cold. I was so excited. It's, they're going to die immediately. <laughs> they're not going to die. They're going to make it. I, that's just not true. Shut up. <laughs> All right. So speaking of roses and things, my next section is on gardening. Um, we actually have some ambitious plans, which may or may not get realized this Don't year. Always. Huh? Don't we always? Well, as Lyra mentioned earlier, we bought the lot next to us. And for now, we're going to use it as a nice garden. Later, it may be a house or whatever, depending Hopefully. on what kind of money situations are in the future. Yeah. Um, but today since we are going to be undertaking this and right now I'm starting to research and plan out what we want to be in the garden, which I asked Lyra and mom earlier and they both were like, Oh, <laughs> well, I want, I don't remember what they're called, but I want those things that eventually become loofahs. Yes. We will plant some loofahs. Yes. Because they're also, they're zucchini like and you can eat them. Yes. I'm excited. Yeah. We'll try, we'll try them both ways. Yeah. Bathing and eating. Yes. <laughs> My two favorite activities. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> plant for both moods please continue yes <laughs> um but since we actually have a, a space to do gardening and stuff you know i'm looking at all the different things whether we want to do like raised beds if we want to do just i don't know like marked off spaces which i've been thinking about just buying like some four by twos and making like planting boxes but planting them on the ground i think that'd be fine um and we do if we don't get a chance to test the ground before we we plant this year. We should definitely do for beds. next year. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was going to do the bed since we don't really know yet. Yeah. Um, but since we are going to be doing that, I did some research on moon cycle planting, which I'm so excited to do this year. You mentioned it briefly earlier, mm -hmm. and I, I I kind of assumed it was something that you might touch on later. So I, was, I wanted to wait until we were recording to ask about it. Apparently, the rule of thumb when you're moon cycle planting is annual flowers, fruit, 
and vegetables that bear fruit above ground are planted during the light phases or waxing phases of the moon. Uh, you can plant any time from the new moon until the moon is full. Anything that grows below the ground, like flowering bulbs, um, well, flowering bulbs technically grow, but you know, I get what they're, t- what they're talking about. Like yeah. root, like things like that. Yeah. Root vegetables are my favorite. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited. But flowering bulbs, biennials and perennial flowers and vegetables that bear crops below ground, like onion, corn, parsnips, turnips, potatoes, potatoes. Yes, potatoes. <laughs> you want to do under the waning moon or any time from the last, basically after the moon has hit its fullest. So like the first day of the waning moon, yeah. you can start planting those. Um, I actually got a lot of this information from almanac.com, which I thought was pretty cool that, <laughs> that the almanac has that. Um, and it has a wealth of information without actually buying the almanac. You got to dig for it because they prefer you buy it. But it has frost dates for your region, so that way you know when you can actually plant stuff. Um, it has, um, it even had uh, astrological dates for planting, which some of it, some of it makes sense. Some of it is unrealistic. Um, like it says, planting is best under Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces, or Taurus. But I mean, Scorpio. Yeah. Like, and Pisces is way too soon. Yeah. So, like, maybe if you're doing, like, your seed starters inside, maybe you could do it under Pisces. But, like, Scorpio, yeah, no. Not unless you're, like, planting. Well, if you're planting your cold weather stuff. Yeah, You probably so. plant your garlic and stuff like that under Scorpio. Or even Taurus. Uh, harvest is best, uh, is best under Aries, Leo, or Sagittarius, Gemini, or Aquarius. Again... Some of these dates line up with actual harvest dates like Leo would be a good because that, that's right around like when the, the Lion's Gate open is right around Lamas. So that'd be your first harvest. But you've, 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 you still have to harvest other times. Uh, build or fix fences, it says, or garden beds under Capricorn. That's winter. I'm not going to chisel the ground <laughs> to oh, put gosh, like no. post holes in. Uh, plow or weed would be under Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius, Gemini, or Aquarius, which I can see weeding under Gemini, um, and Leo, but what are you going to do the rest of the time? You can't let the weeds take over your garden. Yeah, that's true. Now, like if you're like clear cutting or like burning land to get it ready for planting, I could definitely see Gemini and like even earlier, I think is it Aries, it's earlier in in the, I'm trying to remember the order of the signs. (laughs) would be a good time for that. That way you're getting it ready for planting. Um, pruning, it says Aries, Leo, or Sagittarius, which does make sense because some things you have to prune right before spring, some things you have to prune in the fall. So I get those dates. Uh, depending on your climate and the plants that you have, you can't really follow some of those guidelines, but I'm more focused on the moon cycles. I'm very excited to do that um, because also... A lot of our dates this year are going to align with full moons and things like that. So I'm I'm very excited about about this planting season. So I'm going to be doing a lot of research on what plants we want to plant. Um, I'm going to order these giant sunflowers. Yes. I'm so excited for those. They're the size of a small child. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm super excited. I love sunflowers. And um, I think we did decide that we were going to basically plant what people call salsa garden. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, with, you know, like, peppers, tomatoes, the different herbs that go along with it, and onions. Um, the only thing with the onions I'm worried about is we really don't have a place to cure them. So we might have to, cure, like, build, like, a curing table. And that's just basically where you hang them upside down while they get the mm, a couple okay. layers of skin on them so that they're good for the winter, and then you braid them together. That makes sense. Um, and I would like to, because we talked about this briefly, too, to do one of those trimming salad gardens, you know, where you yes. just keep it going. Yes. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I've been seeing a lot of stuff like that where we can do, like, we can lean it up against the wall of the house. Yeah. And, like, do it in, like, boxes. I think that's a good I idea. really like that. Um, yeah, because, I mean, we're just going to turn our whole backyard and our lot next door into a garden. Um, if I'm in the front and maybe even in the back, I kind of want to do a bee garden. That yes. way it brings in bees to pollinate and to, to do everything like that. Uh, we talked about doing some butterfly plants, too. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. I've been thinking about doing the butterfly plants around the house because we have all those planting spaces right up against the house that we know we just don't use. Yeah, that's true. Because we can dig those out and put some new uh, potting soil in them. I'm just really excited. I think that's a great idea. I have been so excited about growing things for like the last year. It's ridiculous. Um, I think it started with my plants at work. Because <laughs> they are doing fantastic. I brought Herb home and replant, uh, repotted him in October. And he has like doubled in size. Yeah, he's a big boy. Uh, Lady Ivy, which I think... We planted her last year. Um, was it around in bulk that I planted her? I think so, but I have a bad memory. I think that's when I planted her because it's technically in the beginning of spring, even though it's cold as hell. Um, I planted her last year and she was really, she was really small until, oh my gosh, like December or October. And then she just exploded when and she hit her growth spurt. Yeah, she hit a growth spurt. I'm so proud of her. Uh, and then Herb had a baby. Yeah. Um, when I replanted Herb, he was dying. And a whole bunch of his vines fell off. So I broke them up and I sprouted them into babies. Which are adorable. I'll have to post a... Oh, I, I did post a plant. A oh, picture you? of Herb's baby. It's the uh, the one in the planter with the little triceratops. <laughs> That's Herb's baby, which I say Herb, like Herb is the same plant. Herb is like seven different plants crammed into one planter that I got as a gift like 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Herb's done very well. Yes. Whatever Herb is made of is a good thing. <laughs> like whatever that florist company used to pack him, because I literally only fed him like sparingly over the last 10 years and watered him. That's it. He's doing so good. But I gave him all new soil and like a bunch of food because I, I bought that um, three-month food, which I think I did in October. I've got to feed him again. Um, yeah. Sorry. I was just thinking about it. Um, but I'm, I don't know. I've just been really excited about growing things. We're we're talking about doing some spider plants and stuff that don't that don't mind being in like low yes. light environments inside the house, and they're supposed to be air cleaners. That and I found some the like lady lace ferns, and they just look feathery. Oh, good! Ferns I'm are good. So too. excited about that. 
It'll be so nice. Now, of course, I don't know if our cypress tree made it. Uh, we got a cypress tree at Christmas. Um, In lieu of a Christmas tree. Yeah. And I think we all assumed the other was watering it. I guess so. There are like five people in this house. And I guess none of us were watering this poor tree. Because I watered it twice. I never watered it. I think I was the only one watering it. You may have been because I... I I figured mom was because she does that. Yeah. Because I will buy plants and put them on the porch and I will water them. And then they look, they start turning yellow because they've been overwatered. Find, we found out mom is also watering them like every day. And I had to tell her, you have to stop. So that's why my aloe plant is out of reach for her. Yes. Which we need to water that. It's time. Oh no, I watered them recently. Oh, did you? Okay. I've got your aloe plant and my, my aloe plant who work on the, the watering schedule. <laughs> um, which I've got to repot that one and give it some looser dirt. Yeah, I think I think we need to... I'm going to buy some succulent... Su- succulent. Succulent growing soil. Because yeah. what we've got... I don't think what we've got them in is doing well. Well, mine looks okay. It's just soft. Yeah, mine's doing fine. He was really firm for a little while, and now he's soft again. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I do just think it's it's the the soil there. Oh my gosh, where's that other little succulent? <gasps> oh no, I don't know. I forgot about it. <laughs> uh, I had to hide that one because Freya kept pulling it apart. She killed our air plants. She did. Well, she killed one. We don't know where the other one is because she recently- carried it off. She carried it off, and then at some point, not too long ago, we saw her running through the house with it in her mouth. <laughs> still, you know, planting, still doing good, but I don't know where she went with it because she's so fast. I think she thinks it's her baby. <laughs> she's like, listen, this is my child. You tried to stick it in a seashell. <laughs> I didn't like that. She didn't. <sighs> but no, I'm really excited. I'm excited that we're in the season where we get to start planning and planting some things. I'm really excited. I want to grow at least two different varieties of corn this year. That'd be nice. I want to yeah. do yellow corn and red corn. Okay. Um, I might buy some of that antique glass corn. That's cool. Yeah. Now, I know some of the prettier corn isn't exactly like. No. Yeah. No, it's not. But I figure we can use it to decorate. I wasn't going to okay. plant a whole bunch of it. Okay. Just enough to decorate. And we'll have some nice braided red corn for decorating for fall and stuff. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Well, the red corn you can eat. I didn't think it was. The, this one is red queen. It's not just the, the tiny kernel oh, okay. of red corn. Yeah. We'll try it. Yeah. I am excited. And um, we were talking before about the uh, loofah, the loofah plant, mm-hmm. which that's not what it's called. I don't remember what it's called. I'll have to look it back up. But it has to be grown like over an arch. Yeah. And I think we can use the Joe Para approach because <laughs> I love I love Joe Para talks with you. Well, how did he grow his? He it was very simple. He had a whole like fifteen minute episode about him constructing this arch. I don't remember what he was going to grow over it, but <laughs> beans, I, beans. I love. Oh my god, I forgot about my plan for beans. Have I told you about it? <laughs> no. I'm going to put a post in the yard, and I'm going to take strings that are anchored and i'm gonna anchor them to the top of the post and i'm gonna grow beans of it so we have a oh like a bean carousel yes. that's a good idea i'm so excited for it i like that but i'm gonna leave one part of it open that way we can get inside yeah good plan yeah also this is gonna be tall yeah oh okay 
Well, I mean, beans are huge. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm just excited. I'm so excited about planting. It's It'll be dumb. Fun. I'm, I'm excited too. It'll be so nice. I'm so excited. Maybe we'll do better than one tomato. Well, I hope so. <laughs> I had several tomatoes this year. Yeah, but the raccoons. Oh, those little devils. Um, they came up to the porch and it was like the mama raccoon was teaching her babies like what fruit is. <laughs> they didn't actually eat it or rip it off most of the time. No, they just put their little people hands all over it. And then like rub their faces on it. It was the cutest thing I've seen in my life. Like, my peppers, I kept wondering why they were breaking off when they were like itty bitty. Like they weren't taking them. They weren't eating them. Mm-mm. They were just like smelling them because they did smell really good as tiny yeah. peppers. And they were just touching them. They were touching them with their little itty bitty hands. It was so cute. <laughs> Your husband actually got video of it once. <laughs> of them just rubbing their faces all over it. And then when they're babies, they have those little tiny like ring tails, but they're short. Oh. oh. And like, I know we should have shoot them off the porch. Oh, but I love them. <laughs> Well, the other night they were eating cat food and they were just picking it up one little piece of cat food at a time and munching on it and then look over their corner, like over their shoulder at the window at us watching them. <laughs> I love their raccoons. <laughs> They're great. Uh, you know, just as long as they stop scratching on my window yeah, and uh, sliding up and down. Well, I, can't, I guess they can't slide up, but sliding down the uh, the drain spout. Yeah, because it sounds a like sound. a demon is going to break through my wall. It's the worst. But, uh, yeah, that's probably all I got about gardening and moon cycles and raccoons. raccoons. <laughs> you got anything, Dad? No. All right. Well, that was fun. <laughs> uh, if you guys are planning a garden. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know. I'm so excited. I want to talk to you about if you have gardening. any good tips. Yes. Send us, send us your gardening tips. If you're an experienced gardening witch, let us know. Yes, please, 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 please. Oh, I did wa- I did read a thing about um, blessing water and like planting your seeds with blessed water because you're supposed to to yeah you're supposed to water them when you when you yeah. plant them obviously but also when you transplant them and um, I think it's a good idea. Oh my god, I'm just gonna make like jugs of moon water. Yeah, I think it's a good plan. <laughs> Should we do sun water? I don't know. We'll have to look into it. Yeah, we'll look into what's best for it and send us suggestions. <laughs> we like those. Yes. All right, but stay tuned. <laughs> More to come. Hey, Lara. Yes. Guess what? No. <laughs> come on, guess. What? We have a listener ghost story. <gasps> yes, you said. I'm so excited. I think I'm the only one that hasn't read it yet. This comes to us from black underscore heart underscore queen six. Uh, she has a great ghost story for us. Um, I'm going to read her message as she sent it to us. Normally we go through and like, we'll, we'll, we don't necessarily change any of the, like we don't change parts of the story. Sometimes we, we just do grammar or for reading purposes. Like yeah. we'll, we'll break it up so into it's a little smoother, a little bit smoother. Um, but this one I'm just going to read directly. Um, Blackheart Queen says, I'm an empath. And trying, and I'm trying to pin down my other gifts. I tend to see things in dreams before they happen. I'm also sensitive to presences. 
Anyways, while I was pregnant with my son six years ago, I was living at my mother-in-law's house with my husband. Once I moved in, I started having extremely vivid dreams. I talked it up to pregnancy hormonal dreams until I met the man on the desk. I already am upset by that title. I fell asleep before my husband while we were laying in bed watching Marley and me, to be exact. Oh. I know. (laughs) While I was asleep, I somewhat woke up to a misty, dark room. But my eyes fixated on the wall across the room, where an older desk sat that normally isn't there. There was a man in a top hat, who was hunched over the desk with candlelight by him writing. He stopped the moment I laid eyes on him. He turned his head slowly and grinned an inhuman grin that went from eye to eye. Ooh, eye to eye! Ooh! He grabbed the candle and crawled to me in a shifty way till his face was in front of mine. I felt his breath on my face. Fuck no. I couldn't move. As hard as I tried, I couldn't move. The man grabbed me by my arm as he blew out the candle. I woke up screaming as my husband was shaking me. He told me I stopped breathing for like 20 seconds before I woke up. Holy shit. I definitely refused to sleep after that. As the day went on, I started developing a bruise or burn type on my arm where he touched me. I had that dream one more time before I demanded to move. Turns out the home is built on what's known as the Trail of Tears. <gasps> oh, shit. And I'm about 100% sure the two are related. I just... She and I talked about it a little bit, and she said that she's pretty sure that it's tied to the Native Americans who died there. Uh, even now when I visit their house, I get a pounding headache as soon as I walk through the door, which that is real. Yeah. When we went to Salem, I almost passed out until I put on my prote- my protection jewelry. Uh, there's something there. They're extremely religious, so of course they do not believe me. His mom even complains about drafty spots and weird noises. He, she thinks that he probably sh- appeared to her because he knew that she would see him. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm so, that is so creepy. It straight up sounds like that motherfucker tried to kill you. <laughs> and that's the second hat person that we've had. Oh, yeah. The other one, I can't remember. Was that the... I'm trying to remember who which one of our listeners that was. But there's been... Which, honestly, top hats were such a thing for so many years. <laughs> there's probably a lot of ghosts with yeah. top hats. <laughs> it's just creepy that that's the second one we've gotten. Absolutely. Ugh. But yeah, no, that one was one of the creepiest stories I've read in a while. That's awful. That uh, I just keep eye to eye is really fucking with oh me. Oh my gosh. Like I just imagine like his whole mouth just cracked open and uh, it was just like like a joker smile, ugh, but worse. Worst. Yeah, like a corpsey smile. Because you know, like sometimes like corpses, they can just do these weird things like I guess that's definitely not a smile. <laughs> The huh. thing you just did with your face. I'm not a corpse. <laughs> <sighs> because, you know, their muscles are all weird. <laughs> and their skin's poseable sometimes. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no. That that dream creeped me out. So you did a real good job. Oh, that's the worst. Uh, like I said, that one we didn't really have to correct anything. I was able to just read it. Also, directly, the crawling thing is so oh. terrifying. Oh. Like, 
how was it she described it? Uh, and crawled to me in a shifty way. I just imagine like slithering or like slinking, just like I just keep thinking of like like just and disjointed. Yeah, yeah, disjointed is a good word for the weird elbow thing I'm doing. <laughs> Because that's, that's where I was going. <laughs> like, what am I thinking of? It's not Ebenezer Scrooge walk, but like in cartoons, like how old men walk. Yeah. <laughs> but creepier. Oh, man. There's like a specific one I'm thinking of. Is it the guy from Aristocats? Oh, my God, it is. Yes. It, uh, I, it clicked right as you said that. <laughs> but creepier. Yes, but creepy and not endearing. <laughs> <laughs> What was his name? Was it George? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I remember so much about that movie. It's weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Um, that. Thank you for giving us a very good spooky story. It, Anybody else out there has spooky. one? Definitely share it with us. We will read it on air. And like, it's it's mostly a selfish request because I want to hear them. Like, I love ghost stories. We watch ghost YouTube videos all the time, like morons. Was it Alex that sent us that one about the thing trying to pull his cousin out of bed? Or was it a different person? I can't remember. I do not ever remember names. <laughs> so I'm trying to remember which one that was. But I didn't like that one. It was creepy. Oh, but yeah, no. That top hat man was definitely trying to kill you absolutely yeah make yourself some protection jewelry yes also i feel like there's a lot of uh a lot of pregnant people experience uh spiritual stuff like that and mm. even people that don't normally do it and i wonder if it's just something about like growing a person it might be yeah because there might just be that uh, you're generating energy you know what i mean so now, this is not the sciencey side of me, but considering the legends about the Trail of Tears, that there was so much emotional energy that roses literally grew yeah. where they walked. It's that's gotta leave an imprint. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. The way they were treated on that I, I was gonna say journey but that's a very lighthearted word no that was a death march yeah absolutely uh they were given tainted food mm -hmm. uh blankets with smallpox like knowingly that yeah, they were infected absolutely. with smallpox um crying children were sometimes just tossed yeah to the side of the road and they weren't allowed to fetch them like it's a very dark time in uh american history it just, it's, it's one of those things that you look back and you're like, how did we let this happen? The same way we're allowing immigrant children to be locked up for an undeterminate or indeterminate amount of time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, America's got a lot of dark things that have happened and that leaves a stain. Absolutely. So if you go back to that house, make sure you're very well protected. Yeah, please. Um, I just depressed myself yeah. <laughs> real bad. I apologize. Man, the way this episode started and the way this episode ended are crazy different. 
I mean, we got the gravity we were missing earlier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what it is. Uh, um, but do you have anything else you want to add? No, I think I think I'm good. I got all all my weirdness and sads out. <laughs> you got a lot of shit <laughs> in this episode. We we literally touched all four corners. Yeah, <laughs> of the emotional spectrum. Ah, <laughs> uh, but stay spooky. Keep your tits up.